Instant Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. No, I've got work. So. I gotta go at like noon. Yeah, so. yeah. You guys want to take, a, uh, take a three-hour break? <laughs> <laughs> Watch Schindler's List and then get back to this. <laughs> 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 the next like movie you do every minute be Schindler's List. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> that would take like three years. <laughs> Good luck getting guests on that. Well, I mean, it's also, it just seems like I'd be thinking about Schindler's List a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem great. Just real sad Holocaust music going through your head. Yeah. 24-7. I once went to a bar and played the entire Schindler's List out, uh, soundtrack on their, uh, what do you call it, touch tunes? Because you know how you can do that from your phone now? So you don't even have to, like, own up to having done it. You can just do it secretly. Yeah, 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 like nobody knew who the guy was who played the entire Schindler's List soundtrack. I think what, they turned what, what it off halfway through. It was uh, Plumstead. <laughs> when that was still open. Plumstead. So I was looking on uh, their touch tunes and uh, they had a whole lot of John Williams. Just like like every movie he's ever scored. And I was just like, let me find like the, the saddest, most obscure movie John Williams has ever scored. And they had the entirety of uh, Schindler's List on there. Did you guys hear that Hans Zimmer played a surprise set at Coachella? <laughs> really? Yeah, and like people loved it, but also didn't know what to make of it because you know it was like late night, everybody had been dancing, yeah, and then suddenly like the soundtrack from Inception starts playing. No way! Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's really ridiculous. Well, I guess that's my like next one. Which soundtrack would he play? I mean, like the soundtrack from Rango, or <laughs> I think he played a selection. I know they mentioned Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Oh wow! Imagine being at Coachella <laughs> and you're just sitting there, you know, among the among the the weeds. And Jesus Christ, the the, the Pirates of the Caribbean song starts playing. <laughs> you're like, wait, I know this. I know this from somewhere. Well, you want to intro us? Um, I don't know. No. Are you still not ready? <laughs> We're starting. Um, no, no, we don't have to. I'm still not awake yet. A cigarette do. That's what you get for staying up and making that painting. Huh? That's what you get. Like, like when I, I asked him <coughs> last night, I, I texted him, I'm like, what time are we recording tomorrow? And he's like, 9 a.m. I'm like, oh, right. Like, I'm going to go to bed now. And then he's just like, i got to go do a weird alien painting. <laughs> well, uh, hold on. I'll tell you the story of this alien painting. If you guys want to hear a story, yeah. I put myself through the ringer last night. I pulled a John Windsor, which is uh, when you. Uh, forego all your responsibilities to make fabulous art <laughs> you and, got to uh, define what your own name means. <laughs> <laughs> but no i um i was up all night doing this painting this mystic pizza painting 
this beautiful mystic pizza painting that I accomplished last night for inspiration for today's episode. And uh, I was like, you know what I can do? A painting in two hours, but instead it took me six. Yeah, you can see Very all cool six hour. hours on. So wait, <laughs> if you got started, what time did you get started about? Uh, like 11. Okay, so 11 then. PM and if, I was like, so I'm 5 a.m. rolls around. 5 and you're like, oh man, <laughs> I have like a show to record in the morning. Wait, wait, were you yeah. surprised that it was like 5 a.m.? Was it like all of a sudden you're like, I was. Like, oh, I looked shit, up and I was like, that. you know what I watched? I watched uh, the entirety of The Craft while I was painting that picture. And I. It's that's, a, what you, that's what you call process. I saw zero of The Craft. What I saw of The Craft, though, it looked awful. I would never want to. You don't want to go through that one minute by minute? Oh, God. Oh, God. The Craft is a terrible. It has no plot, first of all. It's just a. It's like a bunch of witches picking on bullies. <laughs> but like, or like picking on popular people, but mm -hmm. you know, I guess that's the story because at the end they figure out that they shouldn't be doing that because it turns out they're the mean ones. I remember at Pencrest, uh, there was some sort of theater presentation where a bunch of people did short little scenes, and uh, a group of girls just did a very long version of a scene from the craft. Yeah, in the school auditorium there. Oh, that, Wait, that, is that like a high school play or? It wasn't like a, like, a, I think the way it was, was they had the stage, which was large, and then they had a bunch of people on different spots of the stage, and okay. they would perform either a monologue or uh, a short little scene. So it was like a talent show. And then, or... like, the spotlight would, no, it was like a showcase <laughs> of, like, the acting talent that was at Pencrest, <laughs> you know, as demonstrated through the craft. Right. I mean, it has craft right there in the title. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds awful. That yeah. poor, poor girl. I wonder if she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Anyway, uh, so this is Mystic Pizza Minute. <laughs> and, uh, a show where we go through the movie uh, Mystic Pizza, one minute by one minute. <laughs> do I want to do that one again? A minute by minute. And uh, we analyze each uh, to the best of our ability with our limited resources. Like, we don't even have a working Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, hello everybody, I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford, and then with us today we have... Will Ball. Hello, everybody. Now, uh, uh, former contestant of The Price is Right, Will Ball. Oh, yeah! yeah oh, yeah! And, and... I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Round of applause Oh, I have so Will. many Thank questions. <laughs> I lost terribly <laughs> to, to answer your, your, probably your first was, question. Was What's-His-Face nice? Drew Carey was a delight. He was very nice. Yeah. He was actually... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought he was uh, super cool. He treated and... his audience well. And he everything. does, yeah. And he actually does like a lot of like monologuing in between like commercial breaks, and he gets to know people pretty well. And he, That's he, cool. He to like riff, you know, and like... And just, you know, continues to crack jokes. It probably takes place. a lot of personality to, like, control a room as large as that. Did it seem as big in person? It's not nearly as big. No, oh, yeah. it's, it's, like, really, I mean, uh, it holds, what, I think about 300 people, but it's not very big at all. Like, it's, it's, it's like any other sort of, like, taping that you go to, like, mm. when you actually see the studio audience, it's pretty, it's, it looks about a third as, or it is about a third as a... There, there was a time where I was staying home and watching Prices Right every day, and I had the idea in my mind that I was going to start a, a Prices Right live blog. <laughs> uh, like oh, every day, one. I would just go in and watch Prices Right and comment was, on it live. This was pretty fairly recently. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, uh, the Bob Barker days. No, the, this was definitely <laughs> after. Yeah, she's yeah. been around uh, for quite, a while now. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit now. There's probably like children years, watching, maybe? staying home from school, watching Prices Right. That like were born 
after they Drew know Carey. it as Drew Carey, not as, as Bob Barker. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm, I guess kids have access to more than just like <laughs> basic, you know, cable now. So they're probably at home <laughs> like watching porn. That's no my doubt. guess of what kids are doing that are staying home from school. No, Drew Carey does seem like an all right dude. I um, I listened to a nerdist interview with him once, and uh, he's like a you know he's like a born again evangelical Christian. Yeah, I had heard really? that. I didn't yeah, know that. he's like uh. Well, his son was just it's in the very news. Very important to him recently, right? Wasn't he the protest? Yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah. He what the hell did he uh, do? I bet his dad's upset about that. No, he no, got, he did get in trouble though. He did get punished apparently for staying out late or something. Yeah, he wasn't mad. He was totally fine about it, but like. Was he like, did he like burn like a Trump sign, I think? Or? It was something like oh, that. No. Yeah, it's uh, in yeah. Chicago, yeah. I think. He made a real nuisance of himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, so what, uh, let's save the rest of that for our Price is Right Minute um, <laughs> podcast. Oh, also, Drew Carey uh, is like uh, addicted to Second Life. Oh, yeah. That's also what, that's also what I found <laughs> out about it. The topic that we can't get off of. But yeah, no, I also heard that. I really wish I knew these things before I met him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like the kind of guy who will like buy an actual he drops, castle. Yeah, he drops like mad cash in His that game. Is right money. He has like a gold toilet. He has like an island, and, and, and it know. like actually costs what a gold toilet costs. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're like a game show contestant, what kind of life do you want in your second life? Yeah, because it's a pretty good, like you know, it's a good life. Yeah, like, well, he's probably just you know he's a cat person, mm, and he's sure. into bondage. <laughs> Maybe that's like what the obsession is about. It like he can go on there and just live uh, like a normal life. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a, like a blue collar worker. <laughs> yeah, maybe he, he, he just like he goes to the mines every day or something. And just <laughs> just swings a hammer for eight hours. <laughs> it's like, yep, this is me now. So, um, anyway, we're on uh, minute seven today, everybody, of Mystic Pizza. And, uh, how does minute seven start? Well, uh, at the end of minute six, we had Joe coming up the stairs at, uh, presumably her employer. Maybe she just really likes the place and thus she has a t shirt, but. Right. Josephina. But, uh, but anyway, she comes out. We have a girl like that at our pizza place and she's annoying as hell. Really? You have <laughs> a like, fan? Yeah, well, she used to work there, but now, now she just hangs around there and gets in the way. Around there and gets in the way. I shouldn't say that. I doubt she's listening to the show. <laughs> what's, what's up, dude? <laughs> Yo, stay out of my way. Um. So, uh, anyway, so this is the first. I guess a lot of these people have seen of her since the wedding. Is, is that? Yeah. I mean, it looks like the next day almost. I'm gonna say. And that was kind of my question going. It's how much time has passed between the wedding and well, this. Well, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, who shows up later in this minute, has mm. a, a pretty righteous looking five o'clock shadow going. Yeah. Like more than I think you could get in a day. Well, he's probably had it. <laughs> Unless he's just since that about pursuit. five o'clock the uh, you know the previous afternoon. Okay, well, yes, that's the literal definition of a five o'clock shadow. Thank you. Actually, Winter. that's a reverse definition, really. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, you have a wedding; you shave later in the day, so it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you shave right before you, you get out there. So there's no. Well, I guess my question is like, what time of day does this scene take place in? Yeah, we were kind of wondering that ourselves. There's beer being served, but it's like bright yeah. daylight, and there's kind of an a, a tem, a, autumnal like air to the uh, the season. It's hard to even say that much, but mm. although there's a lot of tourists, so maybe it's summer. It's a tourist town. I know that. Um, it's like a fishing town. Uh, I think uh, Bill uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character. I think he's a fisherman. 
uh-huh. because uh, Lily Taylor says something about like scraping like minnows off his boots. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah I wrote down a note about that. Yeah, I thought maybe yeah. he was just stomping on fish. Yeah, or he's just a fish stomper. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you either catch him or you stomp on him. He does either one of those. So, so basically, she comes in, and everyone's like, oh, you know, like, what happened? And she's like, oh, well, I was standing up there, and I could, like, see into the future. It was, like, ten years later. I'm, like, fat and ugly. There's just, like, swarms of children crawling all over me. Mm-hmm. And then the, the thing about the fish scales. Which kind of is, like, ten years. I mean, that's not that long of a time it's a little little different i mean maybe if you're super young you think but like definitely definitionally like a wedding is like forever so Mm -hmm. you know she doesn't only have the next 10 years to think about she has like the next 20 which you know is presumably even worse she's just like dead in a hole in the ground in that scenario and this is like 1988 so uh 10 years then marriage wise and 10 years today marriage wise like like uh, I don't even think the they didn't average... even have iPhones. <laughs> they didn't even have iPhones. <laughs> but no, the average marriage back then uh, probably lasted about ten years. The average marriage today probably lasts about what two years? Really? <laughs> you think? Is I'm, it that bad? I'm going to guess yes, two years. Well, and also going up to the nineteen nine or eighty eight. Uh, thing is that they, she, she mentions that she lost, her dad lost like five thousand dollars. In mm. the wedding, which you know, knowing some people seems... who got married recently, yeah, obviously that is you know tripled or quadrupled or you know it's, it's way like, yeah, it's like that seems like a pretty good deal for a wedding, you know. Yeah, five grand is not a very big, good deal for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, you only lost five grand. It's not too bad. Either. So five grand uh, in 1988 would be what like uh, fifteen grand today, because fifteen sure. grand today <laughs> is like. I would say that's average. Let me get wedding. out my calculator. That's so actually, I think a little cheaper though too. Like I know someone playing the wedding right now. It's about like they're talking like up in like twenty. Like yeah, my so brother, my brother was like something around like thirty. I think it's crazy. Yeah, like it's just insane. I, I don't understand why. Um, One of my cousins, I won't mention who, on our podcast. Whoops. Sixty grand wedding. Jeez. Oh yeah! Wow, sixty grand wedding. There was a uh, like this live band there. But that one had an open bar. Huh? There were fireworks. <laughs> it had like four open bars. Well, what I don't get though is like if you if you spend like that amount of money, you expect to have that amount of fun, and there's no way in hell you're gonna have. Sixty thousand dollars worth of fun in not one without day. it killing just, you. <laughs> yeah. you know? that's kind of what I was. Thinking. I think that's I the uh, that's the moral of Brewster's Millions, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> But no, yeah, I went to this sixty grand wedding, and um, you know, I had about a typical weddings worth of fun there. But, but I, I know it wasn't, it wasn't for me. It wasn't, you know, I got to make everything about myself. But I didn't uh, feel like a sixty grand wedding. Is I guess the, the the extra like forty grand you're putting out is like for the bride Lost and, on you. and the groom. It's like not for the guests. So I have a question. Like they uh, went and had a very good time. So the timeline, as we're led to understand here, is she passes out at the wedding mm-hmm. and then they're just like all right like <laughs> wedding delay like weddings off is that what would actually happen if somebody passed out at a wedding because I, I kind of feel like somebody would probably fan them off stand yeah, them back up yeah what's the procedure there like uh uh like has anybody here passed out recently <laughs> no, no. no it's been a while yeah, me neither but when you do how long does it take you to get back up i mean like Two years? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking like ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Like yeah. They're, they're in a church. They're next to a bench. <coughs> uh, maybe there was another wedding that was like after that. Put that girl on a bench. Uh, they had give to let her a sip of through. holy water. And uh, she's got the power of Christ inside of her. Well, I think in Nor- like, if, if 
this actually happening at a wedding. I think people just like maybe take a break, like take like an hour. We'll we'll, we'll get back and it's mm. an hour from now. And we'll We're try moving up again. the cocktail hour. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what I guess might have happened was she passed out. When she woke back up, they were like, "Do you want to keep going?" And she was like, "No, this is a sign that I probably shouldn't." Yeah. Which, granted, from her face, you could tell that from the get-go. Like, I, yeah. like you know what in that scenario is going to look like that. They're at least going to try to feign a smile. They know that, like, they have to put on some sort of presence. So, like, mm. uh, very, like, like once again, there's no surprise that she fainted because we were, you could tell that from the get-go. Uh, which is, I think, kind of problematic with her character in general. Like, even this minute, you know, everything mm. that she, is so, like, on the nose, so expository, like, everything she's feeling, she just says. And it's, it's... Mm. Um, probably. I, I wonder if the, the rest of the movie is like that. I would guess yes, given the. Well, also, she might just owe them an explanation. Sure. You know, like there was like. By the way, like she uh, had a wedding, and then her entire bridal party was just people from work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the the one lady is the cook. And the <laughs> other two bridesmaids were uh, the other waitresses. The other two waitresses. That's just an interesting choice on her part. I wonder. So, were they friends before they started working there, or was because like they're not that old, right? So yeah. they couldn't have been working there so, that long. So they're like, oh, you know, my coworkers are my best friends. You know, my coworkers of two years. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was um I was at work the other night, and I was uh it was actually I was at a bar after work the other night, and I was there to celebrate a coworker's birthday with people that I work with uh-huh. and I was just looking around and I was thinking like why am I at a bar with everyone I work with <laughs> and I was like oh man I think I'm friends with my coworkers. Uh, like, that doesn't bummer. happen that's not supposed to happen <laughs> but it's just so easy to fall into sometimes okay so the, the other note that I have here is that uh, apparently Bill and Joe haven't talked since the incident at the wedding Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just seems like maybe, I mean, I don't know if she's, like, screening her calls or whatever, but, like, seems like an odd choice to go have their first contact after this flubbed wedding at this busy restaurant. <laughs> well, they didn't even have iPhones back then. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, it's something along the, like, a little, even, like, a little piece of dialogue saying something along the lines of, like, I, you're not picking, like, I've been calling, like, mm. this is why I'm showing up at your place of work. Because, yeah, no one would want to do that for their own sake. Like, if you were... Especially... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying, if you were in Bill's shoes, you would not want to, like, mm. embarrass yourself is clearly what happens. Right. It, it, especially when their clientele <laughs> appears to entirely be assholes. <laughs> yeah. Because they yeah. all start singing, like, it, like <laughs> here comes the bride when he comes in. As if that's not just, like, the worst thing that they could possibly do in that moment. Well, I wonder if those guys are like, well, I guess they're kind of like regular, uh, they, they're probably locals because they know the story of him. It's a good observation. Uh, you know, uh, he taking his whole Maybe wedding. they're they're protective of her. And I'm starting to get the feeling, like, I've gotten this a couple times already, that we're not supposed to really like Vincent D'Onofrio all that much. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, there was that weird, like, snarky butt look thing that he did. And then, and in this one, he looks like he—he's probably like a little drunk or something, you know. Well, I mean, very good. Uh, I put this note down. Uh, Good is he drunk? Silent acting by Vinny D. (laughs) (laughs) Because he just kind of like stumbles in. He doesn't say any words. You get no words from Vincent D'Onofrio in this minute. But uh, he says a lot with like his uh, body language, Mm -hmm. and uh, he might be drunk. But the thing is, I think we're supposed to look at that and be like, oh, that asshole's drunk. 
But I have felt bad for that guy like twice already because. Uh, Wait, are we supposed to think he's drunk? I'm not so I, sure. I, I, I didn't get that impression at I, all. I, 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 I kind of got that impression. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, we'll I'm find gonna, out. I'm soon. gonna bet he's a little bit drunk. But um, maybe he came there too. So I think what we're supposed put to put down some pictures of beer. <laughs> yeah, have pictures. But uh, no, I think we're supposed to like uh, not really like him like right off the bat, and also because uh, Julia Roberts' character clearly doesn't like him. Like she even said in this minute that she thought it was funny when uh, uh, Lily Taylor fa- uh, fainted. I feel like the feeling that she would find that funny no matter who it was. She seems a little like yeah kind of snarky herself. I would find like, that funny even if I liked both of yeah, the I, bride I, and groom. But I think what we're supposed to be doing here like as the audience is not liking Vincent D'Onofrio very much right off the bat. But I gotta say, I already kind of feel bad for the guy because, yeah, this is like presumably either the next day or a couple days later and it's the first time that those two have talked. Why didn't they talk like ten minutes after she got up from passing out? Mm-hmm. You know, like because we, presumably yeah. they know where each other live. Yeah, yeah. Where they know where each they might other live, live with that each other. That sentence sounds so weird to me. So, like, okay, so here's the scenario: she passes out at the wedding. Everybody's crowding around her. The groom comes in because it's like his who he's getting married to just passed out, mm-hmm. and he's You'd like, probably want to check in with. He's her. like, "Are you okay?" You know, fanning her off and stuff. And she wakes up and she's like, "No, shut it down. Get away from me." And he's just like, "What are you talking about?" Like. Like, and everybody's like, oh, nope, can't talk to her, can't talk to her. <laughs> They're like, their separate directions. Like, he went from, like, being the most involved in her life to, like, ten minutes later, like, completely shut out. Another question. So, so in this minute, we see both her show up and then him show up. Is he following her? Oh, no, because it's his fiancé. Like, you can't follow your fiancé. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can follow your It's not fiance. stalking if you're dating him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, but I mean, triply so if you... Uh... Like, was he driving by and he saw her car in the parking lot? Or, like, like it, it just seems like a very tight time frame well, for her walking in the door and him walking in. Yeah, the door. very much so. And I, I would argue that's just, like, a writing flaw. That, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no padding there at all. Yeah. But was, that was him in the convertible, right, that drives by? Was that him in the convertible? No. Or was no. that her? That, Someone was in a convertible. That, they... I, I, like, I could already guess, is going to be Julia Roberts' love interest in this movie, who was in the, the convertible. Really? That see, that seems like a weird thing to show someone else in a convertible, and it not to be. It is odd. <laughs> like, yeah. But We've... Julia Roberts noticed, and she was like, "Ooh, check out Mr. Porsche out there." So Mr. Porsche is going to start dating Julia Roberts, well, like, and that's going to be. It seems her like story. you're you're jumping a lot here. <laughs> well, no, they they all have like they're because Annabeth Gish, she's going to have her story, which we don't know yet. Julie mm-hmm. Roberts is going to have her story, which we don't really know yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lily Taylor has this story. But that begs the question, how many main characters are walking through this door consecutively after each other? Because presumably <laughs> this guy's going to be coming hey, in shortly uh, You know, in a town like Mystic, they're all main characters. <laughs> so is the main thing happening in Mystic that people are hanging out at this pizzeria? That That's yeah. like something to think yeah, about. Yeah, maybe, maybe Bill really is just coming in to get like a, a pitcher of beer. Again, and I know we've already covered this in previous episodes, but there there are tourists in this town. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Siri. Um. Apple is definitely Everybody, our fourth, our fourth guest for Mystic Pizza Minute, uh, Siri. <laughs> she was also a contestant once on Price is Right. And you want a wish and the wish was to be turned into a telephone well okay so can we go back a little bit because this in this minute they do question the the ethics of 
uh, either not necessarily not necessarily fainting at your wedding, but not going through with it. And because Joe asked, like, did I, I did the right thing, right? You know, yeah. and, and and then and which Julie Roberts' response is like, oh well, the right thing is to get out of Mystic, which like or there's only one reason to get married, and that's to get out of Mystic. Which, that in and of itself, is a terrible reason to get married. I agree. So, I agree. You know, but like, a very good tagline. Yeah. <laughs> was that, like, on the poster? I don't know. I, I, I think they were, that's mystic, probably what they were going for with that line. Like, ooh, let's give this one to Julia, like, in the first five minutes. You, you know? think that was in the trailer? We have not seen the trailer for this movie, by the way. That's true. I've never seen the trailer for this <laughs> I haven't either, so I... So it's, I think I actually like opted not to watch it because it might have given away a little bit more than I wanted it see to. See that that's what I, where I was like I wanted to go in completely blind. So mm. yeah, and there is something that actually while we were looking at for no, our notes that I did some research, and there are some uh, mystic elements we'll say to the, the story. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay, because like part of the premise of this show is that he cooks pizza, whereas I uh, actually was enrolled in the yeshiva learning. Kabbalah for okay. a, a while, cool. and so I bring the mystic half to the sure. equation, and he, <laughs> he brings, brings the, the pizza, pizza half. And together you make mystic. And I pizza. really thought that this was going to be overrepresenting the pizza half of the thing. So to hear that there might be some mysticism coming out, there, there might be. I don't know. It, it, it's it, it might be one of those things that's either like really subtle and like people on Reddit are like theorizing. It's like these crazy fan theories, or mm. there actually is something. Either well, way, I would like to towards the end of this get into some like really hardcore Reddit fan theories about. Mr. Oh Pizza. yeah, definitely. Or possibly uh, present one of our own. <laughs> that that would be exciting. As so, inspired by your painting, uh, you know, uh, plan to brainstorm for that. What was I gonna say? Um, Oh, uh, so uh, the what do you mean by mystic aspects of mystic pizza? Is this going to be like a science well, fiction type? Of I, movie? No, I don't. I don't think so. I just think that there, there, there is some questions around like. I don't want to say too much because like I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something for you guys. Okay, so uh, you ma- ma- taste, maybe I, I don't know. I, so there's a scene where like Lily Taylor goes down to the docks to like you know. Uh, find some like inner peace and, and she uh, meets a mermaid no no she meets like an old like lighthouse keeper who like uh i don't know has like a net full of clams or something and it turns a net out full of clams it, i'm not sure if that's how they, it turns out he's like a shaman clams. so he brings her into her lighthouse or his lighthouse and he's like you know come on up i can show you the secrets of the universe you probably shouldn't go if a guy into a lighthouse that offers to show you the secrets of the universe if i were i would be like hey, what are you doing with all those clams there buddy like they're the secret I'm, to the universe. I'm taking them to the lighthouse. <laughs> and that's where the crabs go, or clams. This is it. And he just goes up there and like uh, makes her move a bunch of boxes. He's <laughs> like, put that one there. So does I... Secrets of the universe. So does anyone have anything else for this minute? Uh, I took a little bit more down. Um, I think you brought up uh, in one of the earlier minutes... Uh, whether Tony Hawk has ever met Julia Roberts or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this time around, I did a little bit of research, and I didn't find anything, but I found a hilarious website, and it was called, like, uh, it was called, like, is Julia Roberts richer than TonyHawk.com? What? So I clicked on it, because that's hilarious. And uh-huh. uh, according to Forbes magazine, Julia Roberts is richer than Tony Hawk. Wow. But I'm still uh-huh. not sure if they've ever met each other. But Julia Roberts doesn't have her own video game. Like, uh, well, Wait, has there ever been a Julia Roberts video game? Oh, God. 
Have, have there been any Oceans video games? No, I don't think there has been. Nah. Not and even... that's, that's the one that's most likely... Well, there was that Runaway Bride game. <laughs> <laughs> what Julia Roberts movie could you make a video game well, out of? Well, Runaway Bride, that's an endless <laughs> yeah. runner. Right Besides there. Runaway Bride, because that's just a given. Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, maybe? Wait, she was in that? Yeah, she was... Like, wasn't, wasn't she like the mole at the end, it turned out? I don't remember. And you had to kill her with poison? Anyway, um, well, now that we've stopped talking... Yeah, I just don't know many Julia Roberts movies. Like, I just, I just remember her, like, face on covers, but nothing necessarily good. Like, like Notting Hill? She was in Notting Hill, Hook. Right? I bet there was a Hook game. Ooh, maybe. No, like a video game? Yeah, like a there platformer. There might have been, like, you know, a, like a yeah, Super like Nintendo a... platformer. But I feel like if there was, one of us would have played it. Like, we would we would probably definitively know. Yeah, that, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I don't remember a Hook game. I remember, like, some Goonies games. There was a Goonies game. There was two Goonies games. Yeah. One of them was a sequel to the movie. <laughs> but, um, no, um, Julia Roberts is richer than Tony Hawk. Her net worth is uh, $140 million, and uh, Tony Hawk's is $120 million. I'm making the close sign with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's and, close. And uh, with the sound of the bell... Uh, that uh, concludes this episode of the Mystic Pizza Minute. Thank you to Mr. Will Ball here oh, thank you for, having for being me. on yes, our show. A delightful minute. Uh, would you like to tell everybody uh, where to find you, what you're up to? Uh, you can just find me on the grams at Willie Butts. That works, right? There you go. Yeah. Enough. And yeah, you can find us on Facebook and on iTunes and all that crap. Uh, theme song and music by The Bungler. Our uh, editor and producer is Steve Richardson. See you next time. Oh, peace.